This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright and beautiful soul. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself, showing up to connect with me and showing up for everyone else you interact with. Because when you do things to center yourself, ground yourself, and really shift your vibration, you shift everyone around you. And the more each of us do that, the more we lift the vibration of the whole planet. So thank you so much for showing up. And as I always have to start out by saying, thank you so much to everyone who has taken the time out of your busy day to leave me a review on iTunes. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of you who continue to support, show up, and just connect. It really means a lot to me. And so today I just want to share some things that I've personally been contemplating and going through. And chances are you've been experiencing it too on some level. Right now, our whole entire world is in a process of transformation. And so I really wanted to share the difference between change and transformation. Months ago, I I work with a man named John Mercedes, a great teacher. And he was asking me about a relationship that I have in my life about the transformation process that's taken place because as I shift, those around me shift, if they choose to, if they don't choose to shift, as I continue to do this work and raise my vibration, some people will shift with me and continue this journey. Some won't. And then what happens, you become a vibrational mismatch. And then some people fall away. It could be temporary or it could be permanently. And that's just the way it goes. So I know in previous podcasts, I've always shared that it is my dharma, it is my destiny to continue to expand. And so I can't dim my light or shrink myself to fit in with other people. It just won't work. It won't be fulfilling. And I just can't do it. And so, you know, or I choose not to do it. So I won't do it. How about that? Let's just say that. (laughs) And so this beautiful teacher that I've been working with over the past year or so was sharing with me that I really have to begin contemplating the difference between change and transformation because change is often temporary and sometimes it's from external sources. So it could be, you know, maybe we get a new job or maybe we're just trying a new health program that we don't ever stick to because we've been doing it a million times. Or perhaps we're just in the process of, you know, moving residences. These things are temporary and it's usually something external. And so a lot of times it's not lasting. So people can often change back and forth and you'll you'll often see people that will say, well, they've changed, but it's just temporary and then they revert back. And the reason why is because there isn't an internal transformation taking place. When you transform, you shift into someone new, something new. You know, like a a caterpillar transforms into a butterfly. It's never going to go back to the caterpillar. It became a butterfly. It's a new form. And so it modifies your values and desires at the same time because you're a new person. So you step into a new dimension. And so that's what we really want, right? Because when you transform, you're not the person you used to be. And I'm sure you've already experienced this. And that's why perhaps earlier in your development, you could do certain things, be around certain people. And then as time goes on, you just don't have the desire to do those things anymore. 
or you try and it's like, yuck, this just does not work for me anymore. And I wanted to share with you ways to really look at what it is that you're trying to create. Because is it just change that you want to create? The languaging as I'm moving forward seems to be more and more important because the languaging carries a resonance and a vibration. And so I've just kind of been sitting and contemplating in myself because I'll hear myself think or say things like, I'd like this to change. And then I say, wait a minute, do I want that to change or do I want it to transform? So the way that I've transformed the quickest is through mindfulness practices, surrounding myself with what I want. The materials that I surround myself with mostly are very high vibrational stuff. And I can go back here recently, I was thinking back to times in my life where I was just really going through dark, dark nights of the soul, really tough things. And I really shut everything else off around me and just focused on high vibrational activities. So during these times in the car, I was always listening to high vibrational music. And there was a client in my life at the time. And she, her and I were kind of in sync in terms of what we were going through in our lives. But I was doing Reiki on her and doing readings. And we were talking about the different vibrations in the city we lived in. Because when I would be in traffic in the mornings, I would hear people screaming on the phone because they have it on their audio. It's connected to their car audio. So their speakers are up loud and we're in traffic and I would just be sitting there quiet observing, just observing. And oftentimes there was traffic accidents. So discontinue liquids 30 minutes before getting in the car because you might be there for two hours. <laughs> and I used to always say, no, the worst thing in the world is if you have to pee and you're stuck in traffic. So her and I were talking about this traffic thing. And I was sharing with her, I sit and listen to if they're angry, or they're just stressed to the max. Or, you know, they're sucking down energy drinks in traffic, or they're road raging, but they can't go anywhere because we're stuck in traffic. And you know what I was doing in my car? <laughs> I was listening to bird sounds. I would sit in my car. I had this bird track. It was just bird singing. <laughs> and I would be sitting there in my own little <laughs> nature bird jungle. <laughs> and I would think, am I crazy? Because <laughs> everyone around me is just rushing and they're angry. <laughs> and I'm just being serenaded by the birds. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. Can you send me that bird track? <laughs> and I believe it was on Spotify. I haven't listened to it in so long. So I sent her the bird track. And then she's like, Oh, my gosh, I feel so centered and peaceful when I just listen to the birds <laughs> on my way to work. The reason it's so funny is because it's such a shift from the mainstream. And most of us are in a mainstream world. You know, we work in mainstream jobs. We have mainstream families. And we have to keep ourselves vibrating so high in order to not get cut down or, or pulled back down. And so 
I watched her vibration begin to shift out of these situations, you know, where she wasn't getting hooked as much because she was changing. And I, w I took a smoking cessation class as part of my hypnotherapy training, and I helped her to stop smoking. Now, I will say life got challenging a little bit down the road, and she reverted back. And that's okay. There's still a because she maintained it for so long, you know, I would say she did transform in, in many areas. That one had a little bit of a hold, so she's got to do some tweaking there. So what I just wanted to share is just contemplating. Do you want to transform it? Do you want to change it? And how can you transform it? And energy healing has been phenomenal for me because energy healing gets the layers. Reiki is a beautiful healing modality. It's very safe and gentle. And I needed Reiki at the time it came into my life. You know, I've been practicing it for 10 years now. And my tried and true clients will tell you I've done both with them, Reiki and pranic healing. And pranic healing is, it's, it's a, Reiki and pranic healing originate from the same place, but pranic healing has cleaning modalities that Reiki does not. And so one of the teachers that I work with was sharing, you know, as my vibration shifts, new healing modalities come in to better serve my clients. And so oftentimes I will merge the both of them. I will use the cleaning modalities of pranic healing, but it depends on where the vibration of the client is. And I'll tune into that and feel what their energy body can take, which I'm so grateful to have learned so much because I can piece together something intuitively in resonance with the person's energy body to see what they most need. So for me, pranic when I started doing pranic healing and all the other things that I'm doing as of, and also breath work, breath work's been amazing because it moves things out of your body. I began to transform, but before I knew energy healing, I was already transforming through listening to positive material. I wasn't listening to the stuff everyone else was listening to. I was listening to the birds in the morning <laughs> and I was listening to Dr. Wayne Dyer and you know, Dr. Mario Martinez and InterTalk technology. I have so many InterTalk CDs. And before I ever started doing an affiliate program with them, I was using them and recommending them for years. And I have the InterTalk linked in my, in, in the show notes. And it's also on my website. But if you went, to, if you want subliminal and you, you know, you, you feel drawn to InterTalk, I feel like it's amazing. So it's, it's, different for everyone. It depends on where you are and what's going to work for you. But um, at, that's where I started. And then I would do meditation practices. For me, I needed guided meditation practices that would transform me out of my body and take me out of where I am and let me experience something new. For many people, it's very difficult to just sit in silence because then you meditate on everything going on in your head. And sometimes it takes time to shift out and become an observer. The other thing that I wanted to share that has really helped is challenging my thoughts, you know, and being open to a new awareness. Maybe I have it wrong. Is my perception accurate? And just having an open mind so that you can be open to shifting and learning something new. So one of the things that really helped me years ago, I found the work of Byron Katie, and many of you have probably already found her work. I'm not affiliate with her or anything. I'm just sharing what worked for me. And she has this process where she has four simple questions that ask you to challenge your beliefs. So it's essentially your thoughts create stories sometimes that aren't necessarily true. 
And so it helps you to transform what's going on mentally. What are you thinking? And it helps you to step back and become an observer. And I found this so helpful. But the four questions are, so let's just say you're, you know, whatever your thought is, like, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. Or I don't understand that person. Let's just say that, for example. So you would just ask yourself these four questions. Is it true? And you'll probably tell yourself yes or no, whatever. And then you ask yourself again, can you absolutely know it's true? Usually the answer is no. I mean, but keep following the sequence. How do you react when you believe that thought? So that forces you to go in your body and see how is this making me feel? Because you're doing it to yourself with your thinking. No one else is thinking your thoughts. Only you're thinking your thoughts. So then the fourth question is, who would you be without the thought? And I used this a lot in my early development just to try to question, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do I think like that? And wait, that's, that is not completely accurate. And where did that come from? That's another level that I learned later on is to trace that back. Where did this thought come from? And as empathic people who do energy healing or you're drawn to it, one of the other things that you can do really simply is say, who does this thought belong to? For me, I will immediately see that person or the thought or the resonance. It goes out of my aura as a cloud. And then I can just hold my hand up like I'm holding a huge eraser and erase it or disintegrate it, you know. And so there's all these different tools. And what I don't want you to do is get overwhelmed thinking that you have to do all this all at once. Because when we get on this spiritual path, and we just want to be done with something. Sometimes we can get determined and we try to do everything in one day. This is a process. Transformation can happen in a moment. But it's usually not through the will. It's usually through a divine force outside of ourselves that we're connecting to which we're a part of, of course, because we're a drop in the ocean. But it's usually not through our thought and our will is what I mean. Transformation is a process, just like the caterpillar becomes a butterfly. It's a process. But once the process takes place, we can't go back to the old us. And I just wanted to share that with you today. Because here lately, just with the things that I'm doing, um, taking a course with Matt Kahn that he's doing online right now. I wasn't going to take it because I've seen him in person and I do really appreciate his insights and his energy. But a friend of mine was like, you should take it. And then after she told me, I was like, yeah, I did get an email on it, but I'm so busy. And so she was like, I don't know, maybe you should take it. And then I got woke up at 11, 11 at night on the nose. And I thought, fine, I'll take it. <laughs> Cause it's, it's the number sequences, right? And then his course was $111. So it was like one, 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 one. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so I'm doing that. And I'm also doing some other contemplation practices to really expand my vibration and go to the next level, you know? And like I shared before, I do a higher level meditation practice with chronic healers every Monday night and we bless the city and we bless the world and the planet and the United States. And so all of these things help to keep you in a nice, clean vibration. And the more that you do that, the more it becomes you because you're not swimming in the lower things. And there was a period in my life where all I listened to was 
like gospel music. This was at a time when I was in the Christian church. And I mean, a lot of gospel music is very, very uplifting. And a lot of it is very soul driven. Some of it's just, you know, music on the radio, but they're just talking about God. But some of it is super anointed and there's a strong soul resonance. And so I had spent a lot of time just sitting in that, in those resonances and listening just to that music so that I could bathe in that. It's interesting because here recently I went back to an old playlist that I had and I was listening to it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that is anointing. That's that it's anointed music, but I've shifted into something else. And so that's the other thing I wanted to share. We can change and sometimes we can go back and forth with things and that's okay. This is just part of the human experience. You'll get to it. It's a process. Give yourself the dignity of your own path and just start to mindfully ask yourself, wait a minute, where'd this thought come from? And then reach for a higher feeling thought. And that's the work of Abraham Hicks too. She will basically give you like um, tone scale is one way to call it, but basically looking at the spectrum of emotions and seeing where you are and then reaching for a better feeling thought to shift the vibration. With all of that being said, all emotions are valid. So I don't want you to get stuck on, oh my gosh, I'm feeling angry. Whoop, that's a low thought. I have to immediately shift it. Not always. Some anger is righteous anger. And there is a difference between righteous anger for a cause and anger for misunderstanding. But for me, I've become really good at how good am I just letting that emotion pass through me? And how how quickly can I identify is it valid? You know, it's the work of Byron Katie. Did I make this up? Do I need some misunderstanding? And if you just, if you really do just allow the emotions to be, they will, they'll pass away. They'll basically like dissolve. They'll move through your body is, is sort of the way it goes. And energy healing helps tremendously with that too. And all the other things that I always talk about. But these are the things that I consistently do. And that's why I bring it up consistently because they really do work. You know, if you work the plan, the plan works. So with that said, let's just do an energy healing. And you can just uncross your arms and legs and just get ready to receive. You know, focus on your breathing and just relax.
Okay, and so it is. I want to thank all of you for tuning in, for showing up. I really appreciate you. And let's just have a great week. Try to focus on being an observer. And those questions from the work of Byron Katie can certainly help. And just kind of be a neutral passenger to what's going on in your mind. If you can, just try. And then see what is really going on. Where did these thoughts come from? I'm telling you, it really does help. It helps with the transformation process. At least it's helped me. So I want to wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.